Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 48. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 48. I am so glad that you are here with me today. This is Behold, the podcast where Catholic moms come to behold the lives that God has given them. I am your host, Christy Horsch, and today we're going to have a little more of a practical episode. We're going to talk about meal planning, and some of you may already have this down, but by the end of the episode, you'll probably be surprised what you realize about another area of your day that might be causing you some stress. So just stick with me. But let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come and shine a light onto the areas of our lives that we need to invite you in. Even if these areas seem small and mundane, help us to bring you there with us. Help us to recognize that you love us so much that you want to be present even in those moments. Shine your light upon us so that we can get rid of the lies, the lies that tell us that these things don't matter, that these small tasks aren't important that we don't need you there because the truth is that we do. We ask for you to hold us close, to shine your light on the truth, to help all that we do to give you glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so during your day, there are regular routines that are causing you stress and anxiety or just annoyance. And in working with women, I have noticed that every single woman has something that is a routine in their life that they either need to complete for work or for their vocation or in their home. But it's really causing them these icky feelings. They're wanting to avoid it. They're not wanting to be part of it. And it's not something like when we aren't doing the laundry or, you know, we see the piled up laundry, but we're okay with it. It doesn't bother us. It's when we see that thing that we're avoiding and not doing, and we don't have peace. We're beating ourselves up about it. We're telling ourselves that we're a failure. We know the fruits of walking with the Holy Spirit. We know the fruits of allowing God into every area of our life. And if we have one of these mundane tasks, that we've not yet invited God into, we're not going to be experiencing those fruits of peace and joy. We're going to be feeling that annoyance and anxiety. And that's not the life that God is calling us to. And so today we are going to practically take apart meal planning. And I chose this as an example because in working with women, I found a lot of them struggle with dinner time. And so we're going to take some of the mystery out of it. We're going to bring awareness to this. We're going to plan through it, simplify, do some mindset work, and be able to move forward with that peace that we all crave so much. Okay, so you've probably heard of meal planning, and you may already practice it, and you might not. And there are really a lot of options. There's websites and apps and Facebook groups that will help you out. But today we're going to talk about why we do it, why we meal plan, and some tips to make the process a little more smooth as you get started. 
So we make a lot of decisions every day, a lot of choices. Choices about what to wear, what to do, what not to do, what to say, what to post, how to raise our kids, what to eat, so on and so forth. And this can cause decision fatigue. We get tired. We get tired of making those decisions all day long, all of the time. Have you ever said or thought to yourself, I'll make dinner, just tell me what to make. Okay, maybe you say it to your husband or to your kids, just tell me what to make. We all have, we've all done this. And this is because as dinner time rolls around, we're tired and we're hungry and we've made enough decisions for the day. We've already decided that we're gonna make dinner. We know we're making dinner, we know we're making it home, but we don't wanna make that final decision of what to eat. And we wonder, what food do we have? What won't take too long? What will everyone eat? What is healthy? What'll help me to eat my health go- meet my health goals? And so on. And all of these variables start to weigh on our brains in that moment. So one of the concepts that I teach is taking care of your past self and your future self. And I spoke more about this in our trust episodes early on in the, in the podcast, but this is something that you can do with any topic. But since meal planning is a good example, we'll keep moving forward with that. In the moment when it's time to make dinner, you wish that someone would tell you what to make. Your past self could do this for you. You could sit down for an hour or less each week and plan your meals. Then on Monday at five, when your stress level is high and you're exhausted, your past self will have already made that decision. And you can just carry out the plan rather than put any thought into it. This is one of the ways we show love to ourselves by bringing awareness to our needs and how we can use our thinking to help. When we meal plan at a time when we're calm and we have good use of that prefrontal cortex where we make decisions from, we don't get stuck in confusion and overwhelm later when it's time to make the dinner and we're just really stuck in our emotions. So let's start talk about how to start meal planning. I think the best way to, is to just pull out a sheet of paper and write down every meal you make on a semi-regular basis. What do you know how to cook? What do you like to cook? Does someone help you to cook? What do they know and like to cook? If you really want to help yourself out, jot down the ingredients for each meal after it. This will make sure that when you add a meal to your plan, you know what groceries you need to add to your grocery list. And this might sound time consuming, but you only have to do it once. You save the list so you can go use it again and again and again. And once you have a nice list, you start planning. You use your calendar or another blank sheet of paper and you start filling in the meals from your list. And as you do this, remember to be conscious of your schedule. If Mondays are very busy, then choose easy meals for Mondays. If you have more time on Thursdays, choose those favorites that take a little more time and effort. Once you have a plan in front of you, jot down your grocery list. This way you'll be prepared with the food you need to successfully implement your plan. After doing this once or twice, the mechanics will start to become easier. You're like, but what if, what if I can't even get started? This is so very common. Our brains like familiarity. They don't like change. Change is uncomfortable. Your brain would rather have the discomfort of the stress of choosing meals at the last minute than the discomfort of starting a new plan. This is when we have to be so gentle with our brains and talk to ourselves. Talk to yourself like an eight-year-old child. Remind yourself, oh brain, yes, you want to keep us safe, but meal planning is actually gonna be great. It is a little time up front, but it'll have a huge payout. We can do this, brain. 
Just imagine it. Imagine getting home at five o'clock and knowing exactly what you're going to make and that the ingredients are there. Imagine the calm feeling of the decision being made already and executing it from that place of confidence because you know the decision was made from peace. How different is that image than your current time to make dinner moments? Remember, it isn't the meal planning that is stopping you. It's your thoughts about meal planning. When we are aware of this, we can take our thoughts captive, as St. Paul says in Romans, and change them so we can get a new result. If you're having that thought, I hate meal planning, you'll feel discouraged. And then you'll, your action will be that you won't plan, and, the meal, and your result will be that meal planning doesn't happen. You continue to have stressed meal preparation time. If you're having the thought, I don't know how to meal plan, your brain will agree with you and your brain will not help you problem solve this. You won't plan the meal and it won't happen. Instead, we can train our brain to think new thoughts about meal planning. We can try thoughts like, I'm learning to meal plan, which might make you feel curious, which leads to trying it out and results in a completed meal plan. You could try, I have the tools I need to meal plan which might lead to a feeling of confidence, and that will lead to action and the result of meal planning. I created for you a mini meal planning workbook. It is available on the Behold Site Free Content site. So go there, see the their show notes below this episode. You can go to the show notes to see how to access all of our free content, and you can check out that work little mini workbook. It'll be so helpful in getting you started meal planning. And even if you're already meal planning, you might see some things in there that that you enjoy and want to use for yourself. Because you see, managing your mind is about bringing awareness to your thoughts. This is awareness. This, This awareness then helps you to recognize your problem solving capabilities. Meal planning may not be a struggle for you, but like I said, there is some other area that isn't necessarily a huge burden or doesn't have to be a huge burden, but it is enough to cause regular undue stress. And by recognizing this, you can find the tools and the solutions you need to help your day be full of peace. Oftentimes in areas like this, we indulge in that I don't know confusion. We act like there is no solution or that we'll never find it. And the enemy loves this because he's able to steal our peace He's able to steal that peace each and every day. And if only for a short time, he's still taking it from us. It's time to become aware of these seemingly small areas and reclaim them. Reclaim them for Christ. Because when we can reclaim these moments, we become one step closer to living our life worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. I think you can hear from this episode that another benefit of life coaching, if you're coaching yourself or working with a coach, is you can become aware of these areas and work to reclaim them. As a life coach, I'm blessed to journey with women like you and help them reclaim their vocation and follow their dreams. If you're interested in learning more, please contact me. My contact information is in the show notes or check out my website for all the awesome tools that we have available for you and behold. And like I mentioned before, there is a meal planning mini workbook for you that I would love for you to get your hands on and start using. And of course, if you feel if you feel compelled, please rate and review and share this episode with a friend. I hope you have a blessed day.